0: Art to Heart. My name is Mandy, and through this podcast, I delve into the creative minds of the artists in the Fort Wayne area. Each episode sheds light on the thoughts, feelings, and backgrounds of the artisans that bring pizzazz to Fort Wayne. This is where you can get tips on tapping into your creative soul and for information about upcoming events in the arts community. Today, I'm thrilled to speak with Fort Wayne entrepreneur, Jennifer Ford. Jennifer is a designer at Choice Designs, Fort Wayne's Reader's Choice first place winner for interior design. Her latest endeavor has been the opening of her new art gallery on Carroll Road, Jennifer Ford Art. She has her hands in several art and development projects in our city and is doing truly amazing work. Thanks for joining us today, Jennifer. Thank
1: you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to get to know more about you and your space. So, how long has the Jennifer Ford Art Gallery been open?
1: Officially, we opened in September. We had a few months of work that needed to happen before that, um, but September was our very first show.
0: Oh, great. And then today is a little interesting. I came by, people are doing a lot of work. And it looks like there's a exhibit opening this evening.
1: That's right. So from 6 to 9 o'clock tonight, um, Sayaka Gantz is opening up her newest exhibition. And she is just an amazing, unique artist that works with um, recycled materials to create lifelike animal shapes and forms. So yeah. we are very excited about it.
0: Yeah, and I took a quick peek through, and I'll try to grab a picture and post it with this podcast because it truly is remarkable. I've never seen anything like that. It's great to know that there's art happening in Fort Wayne. Absolutely. Yeah, we try to do everything that we can. I
1: think I spent a lot of time outside of Fort Wayne. And then, you know, over the past four years, I've been going to a lot of the art galleries, we have a really, really healthy arts culture. But I think there was still a few things missing, just a a, a few things that a unique perspective from some of my artists were able to provide. So yeah, that's why we, we got started.
0: And so personally, what does it mean to you to have an art gallery in Fort Wayne?
1: It, it means a lot to me, and not just to me, but my entire family. So um, uh, I moved here from Austria, actually, and um, my son was three years old. And when I moved back to Fort Wayne, the one thing that I was a little bit afraid of is that he wouldn't have as much cultural opportunity as he had mm. in in Vienna. You know, his school was attached to a museum, and they were always going to art exhibitions, and you know, they were very hands-on like that. Um, at, thankfully, I was really pleasantly surprised actually. There are a lot of cultural opportunities um, for my son in the arts but he is so happy to be able to come and participate and be around the gallery and be around artists and all the artists have been so gracious and getting to know him and talking to him about the process and so just personally it's very very fulfilling for me.
0: Where did the idea for the gallery come from? So you kind of mentioned that you wanted to provide an opportunity for your son to get involved in arts but doesn't necessarily mean to the average person, I'm going to start my own art gallery. Yep,
1: you're absolutely right. So when I I first moved back, um, I decided to join my mom's interior design firm. And uh, we ended up changing locations to a big empty warehouse building out um, kind of behind another building on the northwest side of town. And it ended up that this warehouse space, every time I would walk through there, I would say, man, white walls, concrete floor. I would love to get back into what I'm really passionate about. And so we just kind of took a chance. We did very minimal remodeling to the actual warehouse space to turn it into an art gallery, and it just ended up being perfect. And so um, the inspiration came from both the interior design side because I saw a lot of our clients and customers coming in and asking for local artists or, you know, being able to really support the local art scene here in Fort Wayne. So that's kind of an extension of that
0: when we come to visit your gallery which local artists will we see featured and it kind of looks like it might change throughout the year absolutely it does so we try
1: to have 10 exhibitions that would be one every four weeks and then we give ourselves a week in between to change exhibitions um that's actually a pretty aggressive um schedule and and it it really gives people only four weeks to be able to see the artist, but it mm-hmm. also gives people an opportunity to be able to keep coming back because every time they come in, chances are they're going to see something incredibly different. So today we have um, Sayaka Gantz. Um, the last show that uh, just came down was an Instagram show where we featured uh, 16 different artists from around Fort Wayne who were really involved in Instagram and had an incredible following just for their photography. So it goes from photography to sculptures to canvas work. Um, we really try to have a good mix.
0: Oh wow. And what do you have coming up in February? So this one will last maybe all through February since it's the end of January right now. Yep,
1: that's correct. Okay, great. And then the next one is in March and um, we have Brian Ballinger and he is a photographer, illustrator, and digital media artist. And so he's going to be um, putting on exhibition quite a few of his different things. He started out. With Veggie Tales. Um, oh, I know, I know. right? I know. That's, everybody knows <laughs> Veggie funny. Tales, and so he's one of the professors at Huntington University in the Digital Media Arts programming. Oh, wow. Um And he just wrote a book called Animal Gas, which is a scratch and sniff book. Oh, cool. Uh, yes, which is which is really funny. But he's also an incredibly talented um, photographer, and he has a very unique perspective. And we're going to be presenting it in a in a very cool way on silver gelatin prints. So, you know, next time people come in the gallery space will completely transform
0: again. Wow, I love the variety. That's great. Are there any major plans for the gallery for say about 5 years from now or just as of right now you just kind of see it running with about a switch almost every month it sounds like.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um but you know, another thing that's been a really interesting thing that's happened to us since we've started is people are asking to rent out our space for events. So, Mm. um, even coming up in two weekends, we have a wedding, we've had, um, dress rehearsals, we've had, yeah, rehearsal dinners and corporate parties and things like that. So when people see art on the wall, they get really inspired and they want to kind of be part of it. So we see it continuing as an event space for sure. Um, but we also see it continuing, um, in virtual space as well. Mm-hmm. So um, having an online presence is very, very important to us, especially because we want to make sure that the line of communication is open between Fort Wayne and the greater art world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of one of the main things that I try to do for my artists is introduce them to another gallery outside of Fort Wayne or to um, talk to them about exhibiting maybe at some of the fairs or something like that. So being online is one way that we can really promote our artists in a, in a bigger, scale.
0: Yeah. So you are a very busy lady. You're an artist, you're a businesswoman, a wife, and a mom. Having this many roles must be both a blessing and a bit of a puzzle. When do you have time to create and what struggles come about from being so busy?
1: There are a lot of struggles that come about from being so busy. I think it might be just a female perspective, but I always... Well, I would say I never feel like I'm doing everything that I can in each one of, my, mm. each one of the aspects of my life. So um, if I'm at work, I feel like I should be at home. If I'm at home, I feel like I should be at work. So, you know, there's that guilt that I think a lot of people go through in their daily life. It just seems to be compounded when I have an interior design firm, an art firm. I teach and I'm getting my Ph.D. Yeah. Um, and then I have a, a wonderful husband and son at home that I love being with as well. So yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm handling the stress. Um, well, I'm just very conscious of it and I try to, I try as much as possible to, to do what I can. That's funny.
0: <laughs> so do you have time to create? Are you still creating or are you just kind of scheduling right now and making sure that both businesses stay afloat?
1: Right now, what I do, my, my best form of creation is, is writing. Um, oh, nice. and so, so I try to schedule myself out on Fridays. I, it, it's so funny, you know, so many people are able to wake up early in the morning and do two hours every day or get home at night. And that's when they can do it. I really need to to kind of warm up to it and, and be fully immersed in it. So I need mm-hmm. a full day and a big chunk of time in order to be able to do my creation. So I try to keep, Friday's as open as possible for that.
0: Yeah. And then what do you do with your writing? Is it just personal? My writing is um, really
1: uh, research-based and very technical. Mm -hmm. I'm writing on um, the business of the art world and something that I call spiritual capital. I've, you know, a lot of people think that, that the art world is a very big mystery and that you can't figure out, you know, why one work of art is more expensive than the other. And I kind of try to dig into that. I'm trying to solve
0: that mystery. That is very interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. something that you always kind of think about in the back of your head, but Yeah. What or who is your inspiration for what you do? Um we've kind of talked about how every day is a little busy, and so do you have a personal mantra that helps you achieve your goals?
1: You know, not as much a personal mantra, but I have, I have really amazing role models in my life. Um, Both of my grandmothers were independent businesswomen. And, you know, if you're going back 60, 70 years, that was almost unheard of. Um, My mom uh, had her own business growing up and now I have my own business and and my sisters are very active in the business world. And so Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of people to lean on and to ask questions for. and, And that's so helpful. One of the biggest things that happened to me that that really changed my life within the last year and a half is I joined a creatives group um, and there are nine of us and each of us have a different creative discipline. So there's Mm -hmm. a photographer, a writer, a songwriter, a musician, you know, and it it goes on and on. We get together once a month and um, we talk about our goals. We critique each other's art, which you have to be really open and able to kind of be able to accept that. Um, We encourage each other and we actually do things in a very specific way to make sure that, you know, we're all accomplishing our goals for the month or the year or whatever that is. And so I feel really blessed and they were one of the key components of, of helping me get the, the gallery started.
0: Oh, that's amazing yeah. having that support system, especially because I feel that the arts is not something that the general public understands, uh, which is, again, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast, uh, just to kind of clue into what goes on in our crazy brains. And just to have somebody who thinks a little bit like you to bounce ideas off of. That's wonderful. I'm glad you have that. Yeah,
1: it's been it's been really supportive and and um at first when I moved to Fort Wayne I, I didn't think that I would be able to, to find people that kind of had the the crazy perspective on life mm-hmm. that I did, um, but as soon as you kind of tap into the Fort Wayne art scene, you'll see that there are a lot of people craving a connection. I mean, that's one of the main differences between, let's say, a Fort Wayne art scene and a big city art scene. Um, usually, in the big cities, you have a very small apartment, and so you have to gather in artist live workspaces. And so mm. you're all you know, you're always around different artists. Um, you know, there are lots of gallery walks and things like that, and so you're always kind of part of the artist group. Here in Fort Wayne, we have big enough homes. A lot of us are lucky enough to work in our basement or our garage, so we're kind of isolated a little bit more. Um, so I was really hoping with this art space just to be a really free, open, creative space for other other artists to gather and, and have conversations and, and connect with each other.
0: I love collaboration. So do you have any tips for time management, stress management for those who have busy schedules similar to yourself? It has to work for you. I think
1: for me, the rhythm that I've found that works really well is I can work for two and a half to three weeks straight, you know, without a break. And that's working from home and working at nights and, and that sort of thing. But I need a good three-day break after that. Mm. So even if I just drive to Indianapolis and stay at a hotel or, you know, it doesn't have to be expensive. You don't have to fly anywhere, anything yeah. like that, but it just has to be a very dedicated time to completely disconnect and know that you're not going to be doing work no matter, no matter what it is. And I think that's been the biggest is both, you know, between my husband and I, when you're getting alerts every two seconds on your phone, that an email has come in or a Facebook mm-hmm. message or something like that, you feel compelled to answer it. And right. so, you always feel like you're working. I think shutting off the devices is is key to being able to de stress.
0: Yeah, that's true. In this day and age, it's really hard to shut down. Mm-hmm. There are so many different categories of art. Do you have a favorite form of art, or maybe even a favorite artist? My love of art came when I
1: moved to Austria when I was about 18 years old. Um, it was the first time I had been exposed to, uh, you know, bigger museums. And uh, the Austrian secessionist movement was my favorite. So German Expressionism, mm. um, Klimt, Kokoschka, Schiele. Um, those are kind of the, the three artists that have influenced my my life the most. And it was very raw and honest time. And, and uh, yeah, I, I just keep going back to that art. I really haven't changed uh, that much in my initial love for art.
0: And what does art do for you that no other activity or pastime could?
1: It gives me an escape. So um, I would say it's the same with art and with books. I have a very rich imaginative life, and sometimes it's great to see that projected in the outer world. Um, so I, I don't know how to describe it better than that, but I don't know. I've, I, I also really admire artists, and I re- admire the creative process. And again, just being able to take something that's in your head or in your brain and and reproduce it so that other people can see um, life reconfigured yeah. Mm-hmm. it's it's just always been a
0: positive and uplifting experience for me mhm Yeah. Do you find yourself, when you do read, do you read fictional books? Uh, Yes. Actually,
1: I'm a really big fan of fairy tales and Mm -hmm. even um, turn-of-the-century children's fiction. So uh, I collect uh, first edition Peter Pan books. Um, It used to be called Peter Pan and the Little White Bird, Alice in Wonderland books, um, uh, the Arabian Nights stories, that sort of thing. So when I need to really decompress or relax or just like let my mind mush, that's... that's those are usually the books that I go back to. Yeah. Did you bring your son
0: into that?
1: Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And and he got introduced more kind of on the Disney side of mm-hmm. things. But, you know, as soon as he's old enough to appreciate the literature that went behind it and right. kind of like the real and original stories, I'm definitely going to going to be introducing that to him.
0: Yeah. I had a personal obsession with Alice through the Looking Glass. And yes. I'm excited for the new movie to come out. I don't know exactly how close it will be to the original story. But
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, and it's so rich. I mean, when you read the book versus going straight to the Disney movie, mm-hmm. uh, you, so many things. I mean, it was just beautiful poetry and, and, you know, really, really insightful kind of things that you can gather from it. Yeah, a lot of unique parallels. Yeah.
0: Out of all the projects you have had your hands in in the past year or two, which seems like a lot, what has been your favorite and why? I – would say
1: that there isn't one single favorite, but I think one of the best things that has happened this year is my collaboration with, um, Wunderkammer company. Mm-hmm. That's a gallery downtown run by Dan Schwartz. He and I have had similar experiences and he works on the nonprofit side. And so mm-hmm. he gets to do a lot of cool projects and activities that I'm really jealous of. And then, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I work on the for-profit side and so I get to do some unique things that he's jealous of. So both of us kind of come together, we brainstorm, we come up with great ideas, and that's actually where the inspiration for the Design and Fashion Week came from that's okay. coming up in the in the spring.
0: Yeah, and I am dying to talk to you about that. I had a friend uh, mention it to me, and I was like, what is this? Fort Wayne's going to have a Fashion Week? So yeah, tell us more about this.
1: Yeah, so what we've decided to do for, um, for Fashion and Design Week is that we realized, again, so many of the creatives in the community are working independently. So Mm -hmm. if you're in graphic design, you're probably working from a home office. Um, Interior designers, I work at an interior design firm, and I know that there are other interior designers in the Fort Wayne area, but we never come across each other because we're all working so independently. So um, it's five days, and we have uh, interior design, architectural design, urban design, graphic design, and fashion design. They're all going to be um, highlighted, and and we'll have specialized activities. for each of these, um, for each of these areas. Number one, it's to be able to bring all of these very independent creatives together. Mm -hmm. And also, um, we want the greater Fort Wayne area to understand the talent and the resources that we have right here in this area. So, um, we're going to have big opening parties, big closing parties. Um, we have an amazing headliner, um, and then closing speech as well from the fashion design world. So I can't, I can't reveal (laughs) that yet, but, um, but she has definitely signed on so it's it's just going to be it's it's just about time that that we start celebrating the the creative talent that we have here.
0: Yeah, good for you. I'm excited. And is there a central location for this?
1: No, we're going to be having it um all over town. Oh, so good. um I think the opening and closing party will be at Jennifer Ford Art. Mm-hmm. Um I know Wunderkammer is doing a few different events as well, and then there will be educational events. So um if you're an interior designer and you don't know or have Haven't done a factory tour of, let's say, Souders or Grable factory. um, You know, with the kitchen cabinets, there will be those sorts of elements as well. Speeches, so it'll it'll be all over town. And we're coming up with the schedule really soon.
0: And how can our listeners learn about your upcoming exhibits as well as more information about Fashion Week?
1: So we are on uh, jenniferfordart.com. That is the way that you'll see what our past exhibitions were, what our future exhibitions are. Bridget O'Reilly is the gallery director here, and she comes from Mm -hmm. a social media and marketing background. And so if you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, you'll see um, just more of the behind the scenes look of like, you know, what it takes to get an exhibition going or what art we're meeting with that day, that sort of thing. So that's a fun way to follow us. And then as far as Design Week is concerned, um, we do have a Facebook page for that as well. So we're constantly updating that um, as a lot more of the, the schedule gets filled in. So yeah. that's the best way to find out about Design Week.
0: Okay. And yeah, so the correct name is Design Week. Yeah. Uh, because fashion is a portion of it, but it doesn't take over the ex- entire event. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Great. And uh, one more question for you. What advice would you give to another entrepreneur who is hoping to replicate the same success you have had?
1: I don't know if this is the best advice, but it's, it's something that I've always <laughs> done in hard. my life, right? It works for me. Just start. I know that a business plan is is very informative and having pieces of paper and, you know, meeting with banks and things like that. A lot of people wait until they have everything just perfect in order to be able to start. Mm-hmm. I don't think everything anything is always going to be just perfect. So, I say you jump in. You know, be talking to friends about your project even if you only have one product. Um, and you hope to have 10. start selling that one product, get feedback because things are always going to change along the way. I can't tell you how many times we've had to change everything from, from our internal policies to what the actual space looks like. You know, you don't know until you start. So yeah. I say, I say, don't be afraid to get
0: things going and don't wait for it to be perfect. That's great advice. I love yeah. that. Well, you have been amazing. You're everything I heard you were and more. (laughs) I really appreciate you taking time out of your incredibly busy day meeting with me on an exhibition opening. That's crazy. And it was so nice to meet you. Thank you
1: so much for having me. This has been a lot of fun. I appreciate
0: it. I'm excited to tell all you artists listening about an event I'm hosting at the Fillmore on Broadway on Thursday, February 25th. That evening, you're invited to come in for free and share any piece of creative work of any genre that you've been working on with other creatives. The purpose of this event is to encourage the creative process and challenge artists to take on new and undiscovered directions. I'm calling this evening Works in Progress Night. Fort Wayne is so fortunate to have a large pool of talented artistic people, and I'm thrilled to host an event centered around positive and innovative thinkers. Each artist will have a scheduled share time or slot in which to perform and or talk about their piece or project. So please email me at Colkman, that's with an IE, at gmail.com, again, Colkman at gmail.com, and get more information, send me information about your piece if you're interested in sharing, along with your name and birthday, and we'll see if we can get you a spot. Spots are filling up quickly. I only have about five left, but I really wanted to share this with you guys, my listeners, and see if you guys will come out. You can also find more information by going to www.filmoreonbroadway.com, going to the events on our page, and checking out Works in Progress Night. And today I'll leave you guys with a quote from Oscar Wilde. Art is the most intense mode of individualism That the world has known. And that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in, everyone.